This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, thank you very, very much. Stuby, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our program. Call our program, please, 888-787-KLIF. We are live on a Saturday afternoon. One of those programs that still remains live on a Saturday afternoon. Imagine such a deal. It's 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is in that chair over there. Mike is answering the phones and running the boards, doing all the important stuff. All I'm doing is talking about my favorite hobby. And the toll-free number, wherever you can hear me, you can call me at 888-787-KLIF-888. 7875543 I look forward to talking to you. Let's talk about the plants at your place, anything that is on your mind. If you have St. Augustine, you may be having problems with gray leaf spot right now. Let me get that one out of the way so that Mike won't have to feel that one for me. Um, gray leaf spot causes the grass to turn yellow in large areas. It's kind of a wash of yellow. You look at your lawn, you say Oh, look right. Something's wrong with my St. Augustine. What's going on there? And then you look a little more closely, or maybe you don't, but you need to, and you begin to realize that the blades have these spots on them. And you remember that Neil said gray leaf spot will cause gray leaf spots on the blades and sometimes on the runners. And the spots will be about the size of BBs, but where BBs are round, these spots are diamond-shaped. And they will be gray, and they'll also be brown. It's kind of a two-toned deal. And uh, that is your indication that you have the fungus in your lawn. This thing didn't really show up until about 30 years ago, and then all of a sudden it was just everywhere. And this year it's been really common. Uh, Other years it's been even more common. But if it's in your lawn right now, it's common in your lawn, and that's all that matters to you. Um, number one, it is a fungus, and so fungicides like daconil or, and get ready for this one, azoxystrobin. Uh, just cut right to the only brand that's out there in the market for consumers, and that is Scott's Disease X, E-X, like in, you used to have it, it's an X disease, Disease X from Scott's. That's one of the two, that's azoxystrobin, same thing you used for take-all root rot back in the spring, and the same thing you can use for brown patch in the fall. So that's, that's kind of nice to have one product that will do all three diseases. And daconil is a fungicide that's been around a long time. And so that one also will control gray leaf spot. So that's one way to deal with gray leaf spot. The other way that's very important is don't put nitrogen on the lawn thinking you're going to green it up. This is not a lack of nitrogen. It's a fungus. And so you just don't want to put nitrogen out there right now because it exacerbates this problem. It accelerates the fungus, and you don't want to you don't want to do that. So that's one thing we need to talk about, and and that'll kind of get us uh, off on the uh, right uh, start. Um, the other thing that you're likely to have in St. Augustine, just to get the St. Augustine diagnostics out of the way, I really would rather not turn in uh, this into the St. Augustine problem hour. Uh, we have uh, just all kinds of uh, St. Augustine issues, and I'd rather deal with them up front and, and deal with them once and not have to take uh, call after call on them. The other uh, problem with St. Augustine is chinch bugs. They will always be in the hottest part of your yard, the sunniest part, often along the curb or the sidewalk and and often out in the middle of the yard where there is no shade. Definitely not in the shady parts of the yard. Um, The lawn will look like it's dry. You water it and it doesn't respond. It remains looking dry the next morning. You say, well, that's odd. I thought I watered that. And so when you go out and part the grass, think about looking for fleas on a dog. I know that's gross, but just think about parting the, the hair on the dog. Part the blades of grass and look down at the at the ground. You may need to get down on your hands and knees to do this. But part the blades and look for little black insects, once again, about the size of BBs. And they'll be down on the ground running around in the, well, they don't run, they, they flit around among the runners. Not in the brown area of the lawn, but in the area that is going brown. Uh, once it turns brown, they move. They migrate on out to healthy grass. 
And uh, if you find little black insects with irregular white diamonds, diamond again, both these things have diamond-shaped uh, things on them, um, then those are the chinch bugs. And you also will see little red nymphs, the younger chinch bugs. And if you see that, then you go to the hardware store or you go to the feed store for chinch bugs, and they will have uh, several insecticides that are labeled for chinch bug control. So that's those are the two problems on St. Augustine. That should get us started. We have three lines that we use, and they're all three occupied right now. Thank you for that, Charles, Richard, and, and Peter. I appreciate you all calling early today. Uh, just for the record, as we empty a line, you can call that line at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Faith. Faith is a one eight and one half year old American Blue Healer mix, a sweet senior looking for a laid back home to spend her golden years. She's loving, affectionate, and just adores receiving attention from people. Faith would love nothing more than to snuggle up on a couch and snooze by your side while you read or watch some TV. She can be a little anxious when she's left alone, so she would prefer a family who is home often and won't have to leave her lonesome for long periods of time. Faith already knows how to sit on command, and she appears to be house-trained. Uh, they they uh, get these dogs not knowing their, their past in some cases, and um, so that's, that's the situation with Faith. Just take her outdoors frequently. That's what you do. And uh, you'll, you'll learn to love her and to help her. The SPCA of Texas asks that you bring all family members in to meet Faith to make sure everybody gets along well. Additionally, Faith is eligible for a trial adoption, meaning you can take her home and try things out before making the adoption official. Faith is ready to be a loyal pet to anyone who will give her a chance to live in a happy, loving home. Don't forget, for Shelter Pet Summer, you can adopt an adult dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas shelters for only $25. The special is offered for pets located at the SPCA of Texas shelters and in their foster homes, and adoptions are by appointment only. Faith is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. To request an appointment to meet Faith, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. That's one word, dogadopt spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Faith has been spayed, microchipped, and has had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. I hope we can get Faith adopted, and that's at uh, the SPCA of Texas. That's our Pet of the Week, sponsored today by the great people at Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. I hope that you'll give them a call, let them come out, and take a look at your trees. They have the best crew anywhere in Texas, serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. We're going to have them back at our home. We have some trees that are along the county road that just really need some attention. They're not right around the house in the formal part of our landscape, but there's some, some trees that have character to them and that will really complete our landscape if we have them tended to. I was talking to Steve Hauser just a couple of days ago. I said, you know what? I really want to get this done. They have a dozen International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. They lead their crews all across the Metroplex every day of the week. Well, five days a week. College degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, and three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. Now, most companies would be thrilled to have one. They have three. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters. It doesn't get any better. Miguel Pastanez uh, has won the Texas State Tree Climbing Championship 11 times. That's awesome. 
Nobody compares to the great work done by Arborological Services. Whether it's routine tree management or whether it's something heroic, call the best. Call Arborological Services, serving Dallas and Tarrant Counties, Southern Denton, and Collin Counties. They're not a national company. They are locally owned, locally operated, and they serve local trees. Arborological Services, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and their toll-free phone number for any area code locally, 866 866- Five five two seven two six seven. Make note of that number. I'll do it more slowly. Eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. Arborological Services. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. Who's there to answer your questions? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. And we go to our first call of the day. That'd be Charles in Benbrook. Charles, good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. I've got a problem with uh, bell peppers and okra. Uh, I go out, and it looks like I've got sticks there. Something came along like it clipped the tops of it off, leaving only the stems. Uh, in the past, uh, in the last couple of months, weeks or so, I've had uh, a few leaves left, so I put some seven on them and they stayed on. But now I go out there and I've got sticks instead of uh, leaves on both of those kinds of plants, bell peppers and okra. All right. Yeah. And when did this happen, night or day? Uh Night. As far as okay. I know, I haven't, noticed, I haven't noticed it during the daytime. I've seen them on there, you know, when, when I water at night, come in the morning, they're gone. So it's got to be at night. You're talking about all of the leaves all up and down the stems? Oh, yeah, I've got some coming back on, on a couple of them right, right now. Right, but I'm, I mean the initial the initial uh, catastrophe there. happened at night all the way yeah. up the stem. Yeah. And how tall are the okra plants? Well, that's... What I'm looking at right now is about uh, three feet tall. Yeah, most of them about that. Most of them are about that. Size. Okay, that's fairly short for okra. The reason I was asking is yeah. if it if it was taller than that, then it had yeah. to be something it could either climb or or. No. Yeah, that yeah. if it happened at night, that has to be something like raccoons or possums. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why they were the leaves laying on the ground. No, the leaves are gone. The whole thing is gone. It's like you came in with a pair of uh, shears and clipped them off at the top. All right. Do you have? Um, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them credit for almost anything. Um, do you have uh, rabbits in your neighborhood? Uh, yeah, I live I live outside outside the city limits, so uh, I'm on an acre of land, so we're gonna have all kinds of critters around. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is because. Um, I'm taking care of a relative's new plantings that were put in about two months ago, and it included a bunch of dwarf Burford hollies. Yeah. And rabbits ate the dickens out of dwarf Burford hollies. I didn't think rabbits would eat something that woody. These were old leaves. They were not brand-new growth. And if if they'll eat dwarf Burford hollies, I I could imagine – I can't imagine anything eating okra. Uh, rabbits eating okra, but okay. well, but I'll, uh, but I'll I'll bet the I'll bet that's rabbits. Now three feet is too tall for rabbits. Too tall for rabbits, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, going to be something of that sort. I don't know that seven's going to stop that, but no, it didn't. It kept uh, the leaves on that were on there. That's all it did. Well, and yeah, but they they either were too high. They were yeah. either too high up, Charles, or. Yeah. Uh, the possibility would be that uh, well, maybe it did make the animal sick, but that has to be an animal. There's no insect that's snails and slugs are not going to yeah. not going to do that much damage that quickly overnight and not leave uh, a lot of droppings and a lot of evidence. Yeah, I so, don't I see no evidence of anything, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I think what I would probably suggest is go out in the middle of the night with uh, with a flashlight and see if you can catch somebody doing it. It's it's one of those three animals. Yeah, I don't have a better answer for you. There's a lot of raccoons around, so let me. Raccoons will do a lot. I've, I've yeah, watched raccoons at our bird feeders and in our landscape, <laughs> and uh, they are they're they're interesting animals and and they're they're cunning, 
but that yeah. that may well be of uh, what did it. But I can't imagine them eating okra leaves. That's that's I just don't, I don't know odd. What, that's what I said. That makes no sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have a better answer, and I don't have a better solution. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I'm the one supposed to be helping. I didn't do much. <laughs> okay. So anyway, well, good luck with it. Thank you. Take care. Yes, sir. You bet. Thank you. Now, some of the some of the problems that we encounter, especially out in the uh, rural areas, are just really odd, and uh, that that is one. Um, all right, we'll come back. That opens the line if you'd like to call. I, I I can't do any worse on your answer than I did on his, so that's the good news. I hope I can do better. Eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is now in its fifth printing. This is my baby. This is my book. And this is the first book that I have self-published. Self-publishing means that you pick your own editor, Carolyn Skye. There was no question in my mind. You pick your own graphic designer, Cindy Smith. There was no question in my mind. And the three of us did this book. We worked together for a year. Uh, It took me a year to write this book. It took me a lifetime to gain the knowledge that I put into this book. Everything that I've ever said or written uh, in my in my career pretty much is condensed into this book. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs are put into this book to help you have all of the information to be successful in gardening in Texas. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas for every county in the state. Chapter 2 is a calendar of 48 pages, four pages per month, of what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. And uh, you will find that all the information you need is right there at your fingertips. 344 pages on high-quality paper. It's a hardback printed in San Antonio, not overseas. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells, and uh, it comes directly from my house to your mailbox. Your satisfaction is guaranteed, or I offer a full refund. 67,000 copies sold so far, and there has not been one request for a refund yet. It'll happen. I'll tell you when it happens, but but those are pretty good odds for you. It's only 36.95 plus tax and postage because it does not have to go through a distributor. It doesn't go through retail stores, and so it's just directly from from my house to your mailbox like I said. So, here are the ways you can order it. You can order it by calling my office Monday through Friday 9 to 5. That number is 800 752 Grow with an O, not a zero. That's 800 752 G R O W, 800 752 4769. The better way, though, is from my website, neilsperry.com. If you order there, I'll be signing books tomorrow night and uh, we'll be put mailing them Monday. That's neilsperry.com, N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Thank you, sir. They are great roofers. Let me tell you about Baylor 
Baylor Scott & White Health. And uh, let me just tell you how much we believe in the Baylor Scott & White Health Care System. They have meant so much to our family for so many years since they saved our daughter's life in 2005, for example. I have an important message for you from Baylor Scott & White Health. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's called My BSW Health, and this app lets you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408, B-E-T-T-E-R, and that uh, is 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. Just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years. That's saying thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. So I will tell you that I've known Mark Serrier for 40 years, and if you looked at Mark, you'd say, you must have been four years old when Neil met you. No, he was working with his dad in the business at that point. He's a, a good friend of long standing. All right, thank you for listening, and thanks for calling. The phone lines are filled right now. Let's go back to the phone lines. I have my phone screen page here. I think I minimized it. Let me, uh, let me see where we're going. We're going to... Uh, who is it? Uh, Richard in Argyle now. Richard, this is Neil. Good good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Um, <clears throat> get a couple of comments in before I get to the question. I wanted to say thank you. You helped me save a crepe myrtle back when the freeze happened. I was going to cut her down, and and uh, I left it alone, and that thing just blooming like crazy. The only thing i got to do is prune dead uh, limbs off of it now. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, and also, I've got your book. I want to tell you, I enjoyed that as well. But uh, I have uh, a type of Bermuda. I can't tell you exactly what type. It, it's a type that it doesn't do well in the winter. It just kind of goes dormant. But um, in the summer, they all do. It takes, they all do. It takes, yeah, it takes it to get, you know, really this time of year before it starts getting good. But it's like a carpet now. Um, but my next door neighbor put some sod in, uh, some blank spots she had because she had the same type of yard. Uh, but now I'm getting a lot of the runners. I've probably got about one-eighth or something of my yard on that side that's being taken over by it, and I'm just trying to figure out something I can kill that back off with uh, and uh, and not hurt my uh, Bermuda. All right, and what is what did she plant? St. Augustine. Oh, St. Augustine. I missed that. I'm sorry. Um well, the the bad news is there is nothing at the consumer level that you can use or buy, um, and and so used, used to be say, good with MSMA, but that's gone now. MSMA is gone at the consumer level. It's still out right. there for use in ditches or something. I don't know what it is. People seem <laughs> to end up finding it. It's uh, they're buying it out of Canada, or I don't know what they're doing. But, you can uh, get, I think, a uh, feed store, I told me that, that you could get it, but you had to get this with like, uh, you know, six gallon or 12 gallon big old jug of it. I know. And, and I am not interested in recommending something that I can't recommend. So right. I'm just leaving that out on the table. You said it, I didn't. <laughs> um, but I know that people are buying it. And I know that, right. I know that, uh, well, anyway, I'm just leaving that alone. That does okay. a beautiful job of eliminating St. Augustine in Bermuda. Uh, mm -hmm. That's just a statement of fact. Another statement that I have seen written by university uh, uh, turf specialists is that it did not need to disappear from the market. It, the, the, the arsenic that is in MSMA um, uh, was not a, not a problem. Uh, arsenic is a naturally occurring compound or uh, element. Anyway, right. I don't I don't care to go into all that, but right. but uh, the only option that's available for me to give as an answer is hand digging or spot treating okay. with a glyphosate, and neither of those is uh, is a particularly great answer. Um, but that's all that we have, unfortunately. Okay. Same problem with uh, same problem exactly with trying to get rid of Dallas grass in Bermuda. It used to be mm -hmm. so easy with MSMA. You might want to talk to a lawn care company um, and see if, on a one time basis, they would be able to do this for you. I don't mm -hmm. ask questions. I just know that some of them seem to have access to. 
uh, these materials that seem to do yeah, these commercially. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I've tried to you know go out there and grab them and pull them up like strings, you know, and pull yeah. them out, but I can't keep up with it. And uh, I just was going to try to kill it from back. I think if I can get something to to put a barrier, like some sort of a, a covering or, or like a, a, a edging that you would say to, for a garden or something on that side, maybe keep it down and just right. It, yeah, you can run a it. you can run a, a, a like a, a shrub bed or something that that juts into the yard and do that and just have a natural part of the landscape but yeah but but hear what i have said to you i've tried to use triple space between my lines so that you can read whatever you want into it right i i I have tried to give you an answer without giving an answer right right i appreciate i called one uh uh, lawn type uh, company that like you know that does like the not gonna mention the name but they do like weeds and stuff like that and i I call them and I tell them what it was, and, and their answer. A couple of them said, "Well, well, we don't profess to do anything to kill grass." Went, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so well, that's probably for I the have same a, reason. I have a, I have a good there. friend. I have a good friend who does uh, some service work for me, uh, electronic work that I couldn't even pretend to try, and uh, he asked for help. And when I looked at his lawn about two months later. He just smiled and he said, "Yeah, I had a lawn care company come in, and uh, all the Dallas grass was gone." And uh, so, yeah. anyway, I was but, amazed at MSMA because uh, when it didn't, when it was available, because I lived uh, on the other side of town, over towards uh, Plano and Wiley, mm-hmm. and I had I had a company come in again. I won't say the name, but they came in and said, "Oh, all you got to do is water your grass and cut it. We'll take care of everything." I came in and had a bunch of that Dallas grass, and he said, "Oh, we don't do that. We, we well, that's not on well, the record." I, yeah, I'm I'm uncomfortable going any farther with the discussion. Honestly, gotcha, I, I need to, gotcha, I need to gotcha. leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. No, sir. anyway, thank you so much for your help, my friend. I take care. You bet. Care. Good luck with it. You right. betcha. Take you bet. care. All right, let me see where we are. Time for the tiny garden tip. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place. You know that. They sponsored this hour and next hour. The whole program. Sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And I hope, oh my goodness, I hope when you go into an Ace Hardware store, I hope you'll go there for your shopping instead of those big impersonal gigantic places where you pay just as much and where you don't get any level of service. I hope you'll let them know that you ate at Ace that you listened to my program. Please do that. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on KT Birders Blend, 8-pound bag, or KT Songbird Blend, 7-pound bag, sale price ten ninety nine each. KT Birders Blend Wild Bird Food is a specialty bird blend formulated by birding enthusiasts to attract more birds to your backyard and to increase nutritional value. It includes Songbird's favorite grains with lots of energy-rich black oil sunflower seed. The wide variety of ingredients provides a healthy diet and keeps birds coming back to your feeders year-round. KT Songbird Blend is one of the highest energy wild bird foods available. This unique blend of premium seeds and grains includes peanuts to add even more energy to a mix already rich with black oil sunflower seeds. It's designed with the colors, contrast, and seeds formulated to attract more colorful songbirds year-round. Ace Stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods. They have the products you need and the advice that you want. That's Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570-KLIF. KLIF.com. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's eGardens. It's my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer directly to your email, and it happens every Thursday just a little after 6 p.m. I've been doing eGardens for 17 years now. We have about 75,000 people who are signed up for it. And uh, I hear the message. This is really helpful. It's one of the best things you do, Neil. Thank you. Things of that sort. And uh, I think you'll like it. I hope you're a subscriber already. If not, here is how you uh, become one. It's free, by the way. Always has been. Always will be. You sign up for it at neilsperry.com at my website. Same place you buy my book. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And if you click on the eGardens tab, you can scroll down and see the most recent issue, uh, edition, and that came out 
36 hours ago on Thursday evening. And uh, you also sign up right there. And that's all there is to it. I will never spam you, and I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. You will get one eGardens a week. That's it. And you'll never get anything else because you have subscribed to eGardens. We can't do it for you. You have to do it yourself. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. You'll always have a featured plant of the week. You'll always have a featured question of the week. And you'll always have gardening this weekend where I tell you the most important things to be done this weekend. And a couple of other stories. Always five stories. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. I think this coming week I'm going to address what do we do with the oak trees. I've been talking to my friend Steve Hauser from Arborological Services, and Steve has given some really good feedback based on what he and his team have been seeing. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. If you're going to be successful growing vines in your landscape, you have to start out with an understanding of the means by which vines climb. Some types adhere to their supports by means of root-like appendages. English and Boston ivies are examples of vines that can grow without training or tying. Other vines wrap themselves around their supports. Carolina jessamine, trumpet creepers, and honeysuckle are classic examples. While they won't adhere to a flat wall, they're great at ascending wrought iron or wood fencing. Grapes produce tendrils that reach out from the stems and wrap around their supports. And finally, some plants just lean against their supports. That's climbing roses and bougainvilleas as two common examples. They look and act like vines, but they really aren't. Now, most vines are sold in one-gallon containers, probably on a stake. If you'll plant them just a little off vertical with that stake touching at the top up against the wall, then that vine will take over. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Everywhere you go, you hear about eGardens. Hmm, isn't that something? When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But that name, Mueller, means so much more. It means you're going to have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years, standing behind your warranty. It also means you'll get tons of added value, such as roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. Now that's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations today. This is a great company with great products. It's Mueller. Mueller, MuellerInc.com. It's a non-stop news cycle. The spread of the Delta variant. The bottom line from Delta is get vaccinated. Implementing an order requiring masking indoors. Budget-busting socialist pockets. Start voting next Wednesday. I'm supremely confident. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. Traeger is the original wood-fired outdoor grill. We have a Traeger and we love it. Our son Todd has a Traeger out in Los Angeles, and he loves it. My wife is visiting with Todd and Jen, and they are busy cooking on their Traeger. Its revolutionary design uses natural hardwood to grill chicken and steak, to smoke brisket and jerky, to barbecue ribs or burgers for homemade wood-fired pizza. That was the first thing Todd did on his Traeger. You can even bake cookies on it. Lynn said they did that last night. Chocolate chip cookies Todd mixed up and baked, and she said they were fabulous. And recipes from thousands of happy Traeger wood-fired grill owners right at your fingertips on the Traeger app. You're not going to believe it. Wait till you see it. You can look at that without being a Traeger owner. Once you see that app, you're going to say, I think I want some of that. Wood pellets of apple, cherry, pecan, alder, and so many more. Everything cooked on a Traeger will be the best you've ever cooked. And it's simple with their Wi-Fi technology. Use the Traeger app on your phone or tablet, and it takes things to a whole new level. 
your local North Texas Ace Hardware dealer can show you the entire Traeger line, including the one we have, the Ironwood 885. Traeger, the original wood-fired outdoor grill. Its revolutionary design uses natural hardwood to grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, even barbecue the most flavorful food you've ever tasted. Traeger, T-R-A-E-G-E-R, from Ace Hardware Stores of North Texas. TraegerGrills.com. And don't forget, Ace Rewards members receive free assembly and free delivery on grills of $399 or more. Talk to your local Ace store for details and delivery area. Traeger from Ace. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. All right. Thank you, David Agnew, very, very much. No mere coincidence that uh, that uh, rejoinder was put right there by Neil. All right. He's great. He is the best sales rep I think I ever saw anywhere. Let's go to Peter in Trophy Club. Peter, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. First off, thanks so much for your show, and I really appreciate all the knowledge that uh, that you transmit to all of us. Thank you. So I've got a uh, I've got a live oak in my front yard that suffered some pretty substantial damage from that freeze back in February. I lost all the foliage off of it, and about six eight weeks ago, I had one limb that uh, started to have some green, some leaves kind of started to uh, come out. And have stayed about that same length the entire time, and but all my other, I've got I think four or five other limbs on it, and they're all just dark. Am I in trouble with this live oak? Do you think, or just do I need to give it more time? Well, I I talked to my friend. Uh, you may have heard me say when I was talking about e gardens. Um, talked to my friend Steve Hauser from Arborological Services. He is an arborist of the year from several years ago. Um, and Steve and I have been visiting on the on the oak situation, not just live oaks, but other oaks, uh, on and off for the last uh, two or three months. And uh, he has written a, a really nice, detailed synopsis of what their crews are finding. And I have it on my phone. He texted it to me. I, uh, short of reading it to you, I, I think I'm going to paraphrase it. I will be mm-hmm. uh, putting it in, in writing in uh, eGardens this next Thursday. Uh, if you are a subscriber, you'll see it. And if you're not, I would encourage you either to subscribe or look on my website and look at that one issue. Um, but he is saying that it looks like we're going to have uh, maybe 10 or 15% loss. Uh, he didn't differentiate which species, but he said uh, some species more than others. My guess is that 10 or 15% of the ones that I'm seeing around town as I drive have been lost. I, I put a story in about two weeks ago of one. Uh, on El Dorado Parkway in McKinney that has shed bark. I mean, it has just really shed its bark and has maybe mm-hmm. 2% of its normal leaf canopy. It's it's just almost completely mm-hmm. bare. That one is obviously gone. Uh, I see a lot of them that are like you described, and I'm pretty worried about those. And then I see some that are just sparse but have leaves all over them, and, and probably those will come along next spring with a better leaf canopy. His comment mm-hmm. is if you if you take a like a screw, he didn't use these terms, but a screwdriver handle or uh, some other hard device and tap on the trunk, maybe three or four feet mm-hmm. above the ground, and you hear a hollow ringing sound, then that bark is loose, and that's a, a bad sign. If it is a mm-hmm. good solid thump, then that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, and so that's a, a, a checking point you can make. Um, if, and, and your tree probably will have a hollow sound, unfortunately. Um, if, uh, if you're seeing, uh, 50% or more canopy, then that's a good sign. If you have less than mm-hmm. that, proportionately, the, the less you have, the, the worse the sign, uh, sounds like that's not good for your tree. Um, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, there's going to come a time in, in probably the next week, uh, uh next month or two or three, when we're going to have to decide, is it? Is there any chance that these will come out? And if not, then we need to be thinking about taking them down because at some point even oaks will become a hazard and mm-hmm. if, if the branches are dead. So that's kind of paraphrasing what he said, not as, not as mm-hmm. well as he stated it. Sounds, it sounds to me like so, your tree probably is in distress enough that you need to worry. 
Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so would you would you say it's uh, fair to say that um, if I don't see any other green coming out uh, as we come into the fall, that that tree most likely is not going to survive? Probably so. I think what I would do at that point is is have a certified arborist, whether it's uh, uh-huh. one of his people or whether it's another good company. If you have somebody that you already mm-hmm. use and they're certified arborists, then certainly use them. Uh, but have them look at it first and and decide, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's hope or no, there's no hope. At that <laughs> point, the consultation becomes the first step of a takedown. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to look at it at some point, decide whether it comes down or not. Yeah. And, and the cost probably won't be any different one way or the other. Yeah, perfect. All right, great. Thank you, Neil, I've, for the I've advice. I've been in this business it. 50 years oh. in this area, and I've never seen this happen at this uh, at this extent. It, I'm glad it's not any worse than it is, but it's it's really bad. I was talking to a friend from Ardmore who is a horticulturist, uh-huh. and he said it's happened up there, and it happened clear down along the coast as well. So it's yeah, we all, yeah. We it's, all it's, got it's, hit. It's, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, with it's it, kind of sad. So, yeah. All right, well, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Okay, same to you. Thank you, sir. All right, let me see where we are. Uh, Chris, stay with me in Aubrey and uh, Deborah in Bastrop County. I think that probably covers the post oaks and the the red oak question. Um, if not, stay with me, and we'll we'll come back to you. Uh, the oaks are just a, a challenge everywhere across Texas, as I just mentioned. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Um, I would like to get one to you, and the way that you can do that is by calling my office Monday through Friday, or better yet, go to my website right now. This is my latest book. I've done five books, um, and and this is the one that I first one I have self-published, and I did that so that I could choose my own editor, Carolyn Skye, own graphic designer, Cindy Smith. I had worked with both of these ladies for many years prior to doing this book, and I knew them to be outstanding in what they did. They're dear friends and highly accomplished, highly skilled people. And so this book is uh, is there for you. It's not in stores. That was another decision I wanted to make. I didn't want to have to go through distributors. I just had not had good experiences working with my old Texas gardening calendar through distributors. Uh, never had much control over where it was placed and how it was offered. And so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to take my chances and sell it myself off my website and and my electronic newsletter and my radio programs and it's been fine i'm thrilled because this way i get to sign every copy and i know i'm not going to sell a million like the old cowboy boot book did but i have control over things and i can sign every copy as it goes out and i enjoy this very much so it's 344 pages 840 photos it covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of texas lawns landscapes annuals perennials fruit and vegetables it's all in neil spray's lone star gardening now in its fifth printing i think you'll find it to be your go-to gardening reference Hope you'll get one. I'll guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. I've not been asked to refund any uh, on any of the 67,000 copies that we have sold. Now, it's $36.95 plus tax and postage, and I'll sign your book tomorrow evening if you order it off the website. That's neilsperry.com. Phone number for the office, if you want to call next week, is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it from the website right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. 
Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. That's our church, the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. I'm proud to offer that airtime uh, to, uh, to help our church and hope you'll join us at our church. First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Uh, there are four services of the uh, traditional services at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. The 10.05 service is streamed live at sharingtheheart.org. And then contemporary services at, uh, uh, you know, I don't know when the first one is, but uh, 10 and uh, 10.05 and 11.10, and the 11.10 service is streamed live as well. And so please join us, won't you please, sharingtheheart.org, First United Methodist Church, downtown McCain. Tommy will join us in an hour. We're going to talk about hummingbirds, so that'll be kind of fun. He is an avid bird enthusiast. I guess avid and enthusiast are rather uh, overlapping, aren't they? Whiz-Q Stone, since 1983, the experts at Whiz-Q Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, leaders in the nursery and landscaping industry, leaders in the stone industry. Whiz Q Stone, W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com is the website. Wiznand is the, is the family name. That's the origin of the, uh, the whiz at the beginning of that. Q as in quarry. I asked once. I, I put up with that a long time, and I finally said, okay, I got to ask. What is Whiz Q? How'd that happen? And they told me. So now you know, too. 1983. It's a third-generation family business, Mike and... and uh, his son are, are owners and operators, and you will find them to be so nice. You'll enjoy Whiskey Stone Oak Monday through Saturday. So go on out today if you'd like. They'll, uh, their people will give you a, a tour around the 22 acres of beautiful stone. It's a destination place to go. In fact, maybe you go next week when the temperatures are a little bit cooler. Take a half day off and go out to Whiskey Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. You can call them at 817-429-0822. You will enjoy the experience of all that beautiful stone, whether it's for retaining walls or for a fountain. Maybe it's for a, a patio or walkways whether it's decorative gravel or river rock, whatever it is you want, Whiskey Stone has it, and they deliver anywhere you can hear me. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com, Whiskey Stone. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott. So they have gardening products and everything else you could possibly want and need. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Chris and Aubrey. Uh, uh, Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. As usual, I enjoy talking to listening Thank to you. your program. Thank I've you. i got two quick questions. I followed your directions in the book of pruning that Miss Francis Crate Myrtle tree cutting all those dead branches yes, and sir. it just grew by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Now the branches are leaning. They're 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 leaning out and uh are not going straight upward, going so fast. Now I have cut some of the bottoms, small bottoms off, but it has about maybe ten or twelve branches that are growing up now almost five feet tall and it's beautiful. But I need to shore it up. Because too many of my leaning. And the second quick question is, is there a liquid lawn fertilizer that you recommend? All right. Um, where is the Miss Francis crepe myrtle growing in terms of, is it against the house or against a shade tree or something? Why is it leaning? Normally they would grow straight well, up. Well, I guess it's planted right in the yard. It's not leaning against anything, but it's kind of on the slope. It's, it's not on the slope that slopes down, but it's up far enough in the lawn to where uh, it should grow straight up. Well, but and that's what I was asking or what I meant. It, it's, not a, it's not a thing about gravity that would cause it to lean. It's a thing about where is the sun. And is it getting sun oh. from all directions? There's not, there's not shade on one side of it? Uh, no, it's in the front yard, which faces... Uh, north, which, but it still gets uh, enough sun, that especially in light of the way it's growing, fast it's growing. Okay, I but but, but hear me, hear me, because when a plant leans, uh, 
um, let me see how I can explain this, cells elongate based on, let me, let me put it the way it was taught to me in, in a very early botany class in college. Plants do not grow toward the sunlight. They grow away from the darkness. A plant's mechanism for, for finding sunlight is that the cells elongate uh, on the on the dark side of a plant. If you have a plant growing as a house plant indoors and there's a window on the other side of the room, it's going to aim toward the window because on the back side of the plant, those cells are going to get longer. It's like a marching band. When they go around a corner, the people on the outside of the band have to take much longer steps. And that's the way the cells are. And that's why when you have a, a shade tree that is 10 feet from a crepe myrtle, or a house that is five feet from the crepe myrtle, the crepe myrtle is going to grow away from that dark side. That's why I okay. ask what's what's uh -huh. on that side. Yeah, it's grown away from that from the house. Okay, yeah, if it's close enough it's, to the yeah. house that it's growing away from darkness, away from the house, then propping it up is not going to make one bit of difference. It's going to lean again as soon as you take the prop away in in two years, five years. And and so, so what you I'm, really but, need to do, and this you're not going to like my answer, but what you really need to do is dig it and put it out where it's in full sunlight, from 360 degrees. That's that's what I can't answer on a phone call. I could answer if I were standing in your yard looking. I could tell in a microsecond that plant's going to do that forever because it's it's too shady on the back side of it. That's and, okay, and that's, yeah. that's yeah, not I just true for crepe myrtles. That's true for any kind of plant you ever grow. They'll always lean away from the yeah. darkness. Yeah, I had a nursery to come out and pick the place to plant it. I won't mention the name of it now, but I don't use them anymore because a lot of stuff I got from them just died even after I followed the okay. direction of them. But it, it, it wasn't one that you advertise on your program. Well, my, that one. That's but, but that's, that's, that's what I'm suggesting on the crepe myrtle is you might want to consider moving it this winter, it's a beautiful variety, and you might put it out where it has full sunshine, uh, 360 uh, degrees around. That's that. It's a. I've taken a long time to explain that to you, but because I, I felt like I needed to. Uh, as far as the fertilizer is concerned, uh, remember that that when I talk to you about uh, to everybody about choosing a fertilizer, I say choose an all nitrogen fertilizer with half upwards of half of that nitrogen in slow release form. That means timed release that's going to feed over a period of six or eight weeks. When you have a liquid fertilizer, zero percent is in slow release form. It, it can't be or it wouldn't dissolve. And so that is not a, a recommendation I'm comfortable in making. Uh, if you were using that Alrighty. for a flower bed, it would be okay, but not for a lawn. You'll, you'll hurt your lawn if you use a liquid fertilizer on it. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, now. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris. Deborah in Bastrop County, stay with me. You'll be first one up on the other side, folks. 888-787-5543. We'll be back after the news.